Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Like your season, man. You know why we didn't win another Super Bowl? You know why I didn't win one? Because I didn't fucking win one. That's the reason why. Like, we didn't play well enough. Like, uh, we this is the place where sports opinions collide dead in sports. I'm your host, Kenneth B. Inge. Joining me is FIFO and 12 Kyle. What's good, 12? In the building, in the do? building. What's good, what's good? Nothing much. Chilling, chilling, chilling. Um, hey, guys, uh, download the Radio Public app. Listen to the show on Dead End Sports. is the way to support the show. Also, if you're catching any games... You can um, go to SeatGeek, download the SeatGeek app, and uh, use the code DEADIN, and um, and uh, and that helps uh, contribute to the show, too. You get $20 off uh, your ticket, your purchase, uh, for your first-time usage. And um, and real quick, subscribe to Dead in Hip Hop. We got some videos coming. The Where can they subscribe, Ken? Uh, YouTube, man. <laughs> YouTube. YouTube. You got to tell them, man. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you right. gotta tell them, because <laughs> trust me, there's some people that don't know what you're talking about. You know what? You're right. You're right. Sometimes I forget that uh, the numbers going up, so exactly. we're getting new, um, uh, newer uh, fans or Great new listeners. Great reviews so. uh, here recently, by the yeah. way. So, um, so yeah, you're right. So appreciate everybody rocking with Dead End Sports. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that's on uh, that's on YouTube. Um, there's a podcast format coming soon too. I've been working on that uh, for the last week. Um, also subscribe to the, the man sitting to my right. You guys can see it. 12 Kyle. That's right. That's right. 12 Kyle podcast. Make sure you check it out. Um, I'm on all, uh, social media platforms. Uh, it's a cool podcast. And if you like to be down with cool stuff, check me out. And finally, uh, well not, yeah, yeah. Finally check out the, is the mic still on podcast dropping every week, uh, every Wednesday, uh, Chris Platty, uh, strictly b-ball talk and strictly hoop talk. And of course, Manny, of uh, the Technical File podcast, uh, Cal said he was having a meltdown on <laughs> Facebook Live because LeBron won. Um, so yeah, so he's salty. So I'm pretty sure he's going to enjoy the finals matchup um, after uh, Boston couldn't pull it off in Game Seven at home, ten and zero uh, mm, at home. And the one loss, one loss, the it's one loss that sends you home. That's crazy. The right? one loss. Not only that, let's let's go ahead and, and throw something else out there for the record books: thirty-seven and one now. Mm-hmm. They have never lost a series. What, starting 0-2. Starting, wow. yeah. Or t- being up 2-0. Right. 2-0. Yeah. and 0, um, Never lost. So that's a stain. So that mm-hmm. one loss, because that'll probably, you know, I don't know if it'll happen again. We never know. But that'll loss to stick with you for a while. Uh, LeBron gave you that. And, uh <laughs> But you know what though, Ken? I think I think I think it's all about perspective, man. I always talk about perspective filters and and a whole bunch of other FIFOisms. But um I think I think that 
this is the type of thing that catapults that young talent no into wanting to be even better. Because I don't know if you saw what Jalen Brown was saying. He said, mm. you know, basically what happened, you know, the way that they lost, losing to LeBron. Uh, it Up just makes, 12 in the second exactly. quarter. Exactly. And, you know, um, it just makes him want to get better. He just wants to go to the gym he right now. He's been saying that every year, dog. But he he's only been in the league one year. Okay, let's get it right. He this was a is rookie. third year. This is his second year. Last year he was a rookie. Are you sure? I'm positive, Ken. Last year he was a rookie. This is his second year. He's lost to the same guy two times in the same place. So, of course, he wants to get better, and I think he will get better. Um, I think the person that is going to affect the most is Jason Tatum because right. look at how much impact no, he was able his, to have. It's his team. Who? You know what? You, you, you do not have the right to comment anything Boston Celtics. I don't know why y'all this dude up, man. It's not his team yet, Ken. Three to five. It's not Kyrie's team. It's, it's Kyrie's, Kyrie's team. team. Kyrie's not even signing the extension. They're going to trade him in the offseason. They're not going to trade him. They're okay. not going to trade him. I know Danny H came out and said, we, you no, know, look, we're look, better Kyrie with Kyrie not being there was evident in game seven. Exactly. Boston go, if you watch basketball, and the three of us watch a lot of basketball. Well, I don't Boston, know what can be watching. <laughs> Boston goes through stretches. And we saw it in game seven. They went through a stretch where they couldn't get a bucket. And then you they get, do that you, with Kyrie sometimes. Yeah, no, but Kyrie can even when Kyrie was in Cleveland, when LeBron went off the floor, a lot of times you never saw the lead shrink because Kyrie was then the primary ball handler. He was the one that was going to be supplying the scoring. And I think what happened is is that their youth showed up and they got nervous. They got the dunk from Jason Tatum. They got the three pointer from Jason Tatum, and Jason Tatum didn't touch the ball anymore after that. After that, you get an offensive rebound from a three. Uh, one of the, the, the Morris twin, he shoots a three, mm-hmm. he bricks. They get an offensive the rebound. stopper. <laughs> you get another offensive rebound. Jason, I'm not Jason Terry. Terry Rozier, excuse me, shoots another Scary. three. And these are, I mean, these are early shot clock threes. Yep. These are like, I'm talking yep. like 16 you, but seconds shots, left. But they in. hit at home. No, no, no. But, but when but the shots off. aren't falling, you have, which is going to be a theme on this podcast, when the shots aren't falling, you got to get good shots. And it's not even just that. Like those shots that they were taking in that in that in, in that scenario that you were talking about, like those shots were heavier. And mm-hmm. and what I mean is those shots were like, okay, we're down ten or whatever. This one shot's gonna get us back. Right. Right. And teams do that often. You know, like they might be down with about two and a half to go, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they're just jacking everything up. Right. And that's what they did. And at the time they were down what, four? They weren't down yeah, much. They weren't down by much. They weren't much. Like five. I think the lead was five. Okay. But During they wanted that. to get you back. You're down in one five shot. with two minutes left. You don't have to jack threes. Get a you good don't. shot. You don't get a good shot, and that's where I think Kyrie's Kyrie's presence would have been felt. That experience. Yeah. That ex- look, man. Kyrie is a guy that has won, um, you know, All Star MVP. Mm-hmm. He went and won gold. You know, I, I don't think it was the Olympics. I think it was the 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 the, the summer, whatever it was. I know I watched that a couple mm-hmm. years ago, and he was amazing. Um, we've seen him in the finals. Even game one, when he got hurt a couple years ago, you right. giving that thing to Chef. No question. Chef, cook this up. <laughs> I, I got some ingredients for you. You know what I'm saying? Can you handle them? You know? Right. And then when they got back, I can't even, you know, all of the other 30, 40 point performances, game one through six, cool. You know what I remember, Ken? I remember that three. You know That's what it. I remember? I remember Clay Thompson can't do nothing with the boy. Who on Cleveland would have gave him something to work with? Kyrie would have ate these guys a lot, including Bron. Bron can't do nothing with Kyrie. 
Braun cannot. Braun's kryptonite defensively, especially now that he's even older. Mm-hmm. Right. But even when he was young, was herky jerky point guards. He could never do nothing with CP when CP was young. He can't do no, Tony Park. He can't do nothing with those guys. They're just too mobile. So Kyrie now in Kyrie's prime after coming off of hitting that big, uh, big shot in Game Seven a year prior, he wanted this challenge. Mm-hmm. So you can't tell me over here, Scary Terry, get that man. Terry wanted to max deal, but he, but he ain't Kyrie though. Right. That's the reason why he not gonna get no max contract. That's the reason why he gonna settle for maybe ten million a year. You know, three, four year, thirty, forty million dollar contract. That's about it. That's well, what he's why worth. Ky- why wasn't Kyrie at the game then? Do you he know why he wasn't? Was I, I know what they're saying. He was what surgery. do you mean, man? Nah, he didn't know he had surgery. Like it's, it, you know. He can't fly. He couldn't fly with the type of surgery why he had. Why would you have it now, though? Because he wants to get ready for well, the maybe Did you had, hear what Brad Stevens said? <laughs> maybe he had the surgery scheduled yeah, he said Trump, and, and didn't anticipate that the team was going to go this far. What Brad Stevens said? Brad Stevens says training camp, camp can't come soon enough. Yeah. Kyrie's on that same wavelength. You yeah. know what? Let me get all these surgeries. Let me get all that up out the way. And just, and just like, like 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 Kyle just said, we don't know when that surgery was already scheduled yeah. for. I'm not going to knock him for that. Yeah, I'm not going to knock him for that. If he got surgery, I have zero problem with that. I don't know, man. Yeah, like, like They could have the used him on the bench during that game. I mean, Hayward was there. I mean, he – It wouldn't have made no yeah, – t- It wouldn't have made no difference. Hayward's not Hayward's not a champion. <laughs> my, my point in Hayward saying that choke. is that they – Boston's youth showed up. We we have been waiting to see could they get over the hump, and their youth showed up. They had Game Seven on their home floor, and they just lost it. And I mean, you know, there's no shame in losing to LeBron, but it happens. It is when you you talking crap when you know you you're the, you're but, the but, LeBron. But that, that's part of basketball. Crap, you know, that's part of basketball. Crap, yeah. We think we can beat them. We're gonna of beat course. them. Of course. No game seven. What, what Marcus said? Game seven is gonna be you know ugly. He said it's gonna be ugly and brutal, and it was. It was for them. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys have any doubt though? Like, cause Cleveland didn't look no. Good I didn't have at any doubt. All. I didn't. I mean, I'm saying why well, I didn't have any doubt. I, I picked Cleveland to win in seven before the series started, and I picked the Warriors to win in seven. So I didn't have any doubt. I, I just even when they were down twelve well, and couldn't. We, we said we said we, when we sent the text. I told you guys I trust in a in a game seven. I said I trust LeBron. I don't necessarily trust his teammates. But I think LeBron, there were points in that game where LeBron, he wasn't even scoring. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't facilitating anything like that. He was letting his guys kind of get his field. That's when Jeff Green got off. That's when, you know, other guys were stepping up making buckets. JR hit a couple of threes. And LeBron was just kind of patiently waiting. And then when they got to the fourth quarter, it was it was clutch time then. Well, well here, Ken, to answer your question, I, I, I definitely was worried a little bit. Um, <laughs> I was because in that first half, just their body language, right? Like mm-hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't make or miss. It wasn't none of that. I was watching everybody else's body, mm-hmm. like, like, like you said, Kyle. I, I'm not worried about Brown anymore. Mm-hmm. No, I, like no. Brown, I stopped worrying he, about LeBron. He, he done, he done pass every test that you want him to pass. He's guaranteed pencil him in. Mm-hmm. You know what you're gonna get, right? Yep. So I wasn't worried about Brown, but I was watching everybody else's body language. And when they got down double figures in the first half, and I saw how they were, I'm like, oh man, this could get ugly. Mm-hmm. But then when I saw in the third quarter. Where they kind of made their run, I got worried again because I felt that Braun was. It almost felt like he was pressing at a certain right, point in was, time, right? Where he was just trying to get shots. Nobody else is hitting nothing. I was trying to get them involved. They not hitting. I'm letting them do their own thing. They not hitting. So I got to do something. And 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 there was one play that sticks out to me where it was an inbounds play. Jr. was at the top of the key. LeBron was 
inbounding the ball. He ran to LeBron. He was wide open. LeBron looked him off, gave it to, um, I want to say it was Larry Nance, got it back and took a, a contested jumper when J.R. Smith was open. Okay. And J.R. Smith's body language is letting know, like, oh, my God, I have to go over <laughs> here and play defense after I didn't get the ball and I was wide open. But then a couple possessions later, he came down and hit a three. Okay. So I was like, okay, he might be all right. But that point is when – when I saw JR shot go in, I saw Braun starting to take over. I was like, this right here, this moment right here is where they need Kyrie. Yep. And at that point, I was no longer worried because I knew that even Jason Tatum, as good as he is, he he's not ready to duel LeBron. Like you, mm-hmm. no rookie is ready to right. duel LeBron, especially this version of LeBron. So I was like, "There's nobody else that they can go to because Horford, obviously the most experienced guy out there, but he's not that type of player. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna go get you buckets when you need buckets like that." Still hasn't beaten LeBron. Still hasn't beaten LeBron. Yes, but um, two different teams. You know what? Here's the thing, man. With, with this squad, for them to get as far as they did, for them to push Cleveland as far as they did, with as much youthfulness on that roster, makes them extremely scary. And and it's not just that. It's the fact that they got picks. Mm-hmm. They got rookie contracts. They got value in those rookie contracts. So, so Danny Ainge can do whatever the hell he wants to do. Mm-hmm. If he wants to trade Kyrie, which I think is a major mistake, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, um, you can do that. If you want to trade Gordon Hayward, which I think is the more sensible trade um, asset, or honestly, the person I would get rid of, and I love him to death, Jalen Brown. Yeah. Mainly because that. he's the guy you know, I I think when you look at it, he's the odd man now. He kind of thinks he's at times better than he is. Of course, but that right. but that that's the type. That's the reason why he's made the strides he's made. No, this year. I love that, but at times he's like that's a detriment to him. You know, when when he's out there, especially when it's not really going his way. But you know what, though, Ken. I, are you talking from just the offensive perspective or are you talking the total game? Because the thing is, is that a lot of players, their offense dictates what they do defensively. Mm-hmm. That's not the case for Jalen. He can miss 10 straight shots and he's going to be the scrappy yeah. son of a gun on that defensive end. And to me, that's valuable. Yeah. That- but he took like – Ten, he was two from ten from three. Yeah. Like he was jacking them bad boys up. Yeah, he, but he had a lot of wide open joints too. Uh, yeah, I think they had eleven uncontested three point shots. Yeah, he and Rozier, they they just, I mean, they gave you everything they had in Game Six, and their game did not travel. They they left their games in. in I had a feeling that was going to happen. I had a feeling that Terry Rozier. It can happen with young teams. Oh, oh, but but you as a GM will give him max money though. <laughs> oh, okay. Because you, you I'm hit your wagon him. I, I, I don't that. know if I said max, but <laughs> I think you did because I'm building my team around Jason Tatum. He is the star. So, so you wait, but Ken, how does this make sense to you in your brain? How are you? Even if Tatum is your centerpiece of your team, which I don't disagree, mm-hmm. but why would you want Terry Rozier versus Kyrie Irving? Because because Terry Rozier has proven that he can make shots. Yeah, he struggled. And, you prove it when? Just like James Harden, huh? Terry Rozier was no, 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 no. Okay, when it was money time, who went zero for eleven? Who went zero for eleven? Eleven. Who? He's young. You can no, you can't use that. Ken, this is why I'm glad I came. You can't use that. This is why I'm glad I'm came because if not, these two would be here fighting. I can't. You you can't Kyrie Irving's not going anywhere. He's a perennial perennial all star. He is the leader of this team. They're gonna you, trade him. You gotta give you gotta give Boston credit for at the very least 
making it as far as they did because, one, they lose Gordon Hayward five minutes into the season, right? And then we say, okay, well, maybe Kyrie can carry him. And then we get a month before the playoffs start, and Kyrie goes down. He's got to have the surgery on his knee. So we're like, okay, well, there. and so what do we say? We all said, well, shit, the pathway's clear for Cleveland. And here come these scrappy little dudes from Boston, and they give them everything that they had. Now, that that team is scary. That team that we just saw, this experience right here is invaluable. This will pay yep. dividends for them yep. maybe not next year. No, it maybe, will. Well, it'll pay next mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm saying as far as titles. Yeah, of this, course. What we're seeing now is – in a roundabout way similar to what we saw in Golden State. Now, I'm not saying that with the shooters. And yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm course, just talking about as far as they, they needed to take the levels, just like young OKC. Exactly. Right? Like every year they finally made the playoffs. Wait, wait, hold on. The OKC, that OKC squad, once they finally made the playoffs, they lost in the first round. Right. Next year they lost in the second round. Next year they lost in the third round. Then they finally got to and the that's finals. The, that's the level this of progression. this is their second uh, exit in but the Eastern Conference finals. It, it, ta- it takes but, time. And it's two different squads. Ken, who's yeah. the only consistent player? Yeah, Horford and Jalen Brown. If you want to put oh, him, oh yeah, in. and Horford will get you over the top. No, 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 Hor- <laughs> no. Ken, no, see, see, no, see, see, see. Th- thank you for no, being he here, won't. Kyle. Thank you for being the mediator. <laughs> Come on, man. Because Ken, no, I'm not saying Horford is going to get you over the top. I'm not saying Jalen Brown is going to get you. Listen, Ken, I'm not saying all that. All of that. What I'm saying is, is that as long as you got Brad Stevens, right? Mm-hmm. Which what what are the three consistents from last season? This is a brand new squad. Yeah. You don't have it no more. You don't have um 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 Avery Bradley no more. You this is a brand new team. Okay, Marcus Morris. Dreads. Marcus Smart. They no, got Marcus, Marcus Smart. Marcus, Marcus Smart. Morris. Uh, Horford and Jalen Brown. You got four guys. You got a third yeah. of the team. Yeah, Marcus Morris said over. he doesn't know how he fit in the team. I just saw that on Bleacher Report. Well, you know what he. he Whatever, you man. It don't matter. Him. Look, look. When you got Brad Stevens, everybody fit on a damn team. But look. My point to you is this. Terry Rozier showed you in the playoffs exactly what he is. Mm-hmm. He's a backup guard. No, he's a starter. He's not starting for that Ken. team. No, he's not a he's starter not, in the NBA. If Kyrie is healthy, no, he's not starting over Kyrie. Okay, I'm not but what, Ken, what other what squad other is he starting yet? for? You took the word Who? right out of my mouth. Uh, no name me a team. Hold on. Uh, is he starting in New York? Yeah, he can start in New York. Just because they ain't got nobody. But as soon as they draft somebody, <laughs> he's not going to be starting. He can start in New York. He can start. Uh, I take him here. Miami? I take him here over Dennis Schroeder. Hell no. You you tripping, Kyle. Indiana? You don't like Schroeder. Indiana? No. Get out of here. Who they Ken. got? Jeff Teague? No, that's no, Minnesota. That's, who, who's the, what's the point guard in Indiana? I don't know, but Terry Rose here uh, ain't starting. Was it Collison? Oh, yeah. He can definitely start he's over He's not okay. starting over Okay, okay so, so let's, let's, let's move off of that. Let's. So we see that Boston made this stride, but I mean you we the elephant in the room, LeBron is going to his eighth consecutive NBA final. Um people talk about, you know, his level of accomplishment. Is this where 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 are you putting this as and again, I'll throw it to you. Where where are you putting this as far as this because this is this is not something that's been done before, or is he getting too much? Not in the it? modern era, because you know there there was a, a graphic that went up that showed that that uh, Bill Russell, one thing, did it like ten times. Yeah, you know he when did. he played with the Celtics. Yeah, I mean, you it know, was like of course all, we know. all of those dudes was in the fifties. Yeah, it 60s. was like it yeah. was like seven teams in the NBA back then. Right, so, so everybody made the playoffs. Yeah, so it it, it was a little and bit that's not different to time. To but Bill Russell, you know, I I I just think back to what Kerr said. You know, he said he couldn't play in this NBA. 
He said he looked at the guys that are on the court now. He said there's no way he will be able to play in the, in this NBA. So I think that speaks to the level of talent that's in the NBA right now. A lot of people, you know, rip the East, um, you know, saying it's watered down, this, that, and the other. Um, and there may be some validity to that, but to get out of the well, Eastern Conference eight times, and I really, I really want to go back and just really look at the East. I, I don't, yeah, you a, know what? I don't, I don't. Is the the East isn't as strong as the West, but as someone who's watched NBA basketball since 1980, I will remind you that the Lakers and the Rockets were the only teams to come out of the West in the 80s. That's it. Yeah. And so people never, you never hear the the saying. Well, Magic had a you know, cakewalk to through, and technically probably did. You know, looking of back course. on it, I mean, but when you look at that roster, yeah, I mean, yeah of course, yeah, nobody, well, nobody, even, nobody had not even close. just that roster. Other than the the years that Houston had, you know, Hakeem and and uh, Ralph Sampson, mm-hmm. you know, the the Lakers were pretty much you pretty much could pencil them in mm-hmm. for the finals. So I don't like I don't like the narrative that people take to use that to discredit LeBron because at this point you can only play who's put in front of you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not going to knock LeBron because he didn't play in 1989. But it's- even even this whole super team thing, like the Lakers, the Magic Johnson's Lakers mm-hmm. were better than any squad LeBron played on. Oh, no question. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? No question. Th- that squad is better than any team LeBron has played against outside of Golden State. Yeah, and if you if you put him in a time machine and depending on which rules, it would be interesting to see how that Laker team would match up against this Golden State team. So, I mean, it, it depends on who you ask, to be honest, Ken, because people will use it to give LeBron credit or discredit mm-hmm. LeBron. So it just depends on who you ask. You know what? I, I, think, I think the thing is is with LeBron, you, 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 have, you have to look at the numbers when they matter. Right. People talk about he's not clutch, he's not this, he's not that. That's well, out the door now. Yeah, it is. How, it is. Yeah. Because we're talking about this man is 6-0 and or 7-0 and in game seven. 6-0. and 6-0 mm-hmm. in game seven. Averaging 35, like 12 and 9. He makes it look so easy. And I think we, we have become, as basketball fans, so, you know, it, we see it so often that we just kind of take it for granted. And that's why I was like, I was telling somebody on Twitter earlier today, like, you can just kill the the Jordan LeBron discussion and the reason why I think you should kill it is because people are spending too much time worrying about that and you're missing the greatness mm-hmm. in what you see. What we're seeing now, we're not going to see this again. No. I when I saw Michael Jordan in 1988, when I saw him in 1991, when I saw him in 1996, I knew I wasn't going to see that again. There were glimpses. Your boy Kobe, he mm-hmm. was a bad boy, but he wasn't Jordan and mm-hmm appreciate LeBron for what he is because the fall off, there's going to be a fall off. Mm-hmm. And when the fall off comes, you're going to be, and and then it's, it's some people right now, just like it's a lot of people that are, you know, quote unquote, protecting Jordan, if you will, or his legacy and protecting Kobe's legacy. And they didn't like Jordan and Kobe when they were playing. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the, we're going to see the same thing 10, 15, 20 years oh, from yeah, now. Of course. It'll be people, oh man, LeBron was a bad boy and you didn't even like LeBron mm-hmm. back then. I'll tell you this. I think when LeBron retires he will probably surpass Jordan and I say that because I think this generation this young generation will elevate him the same way we're elevating MJ it's possible I, I mean I it, just had a feeling that's personally I don't think he uh, I don't I mean like I have other criteria that I would have to get him in but I'm I'm beyond trying to compare the two because it's like comparing the Benz and a Beamer I mean like it's two right. different things and 
I think you have to understand and appreciate the era and the time in which he's getting this done. And, you know, Jordan didn't play in the social media area. LeBron didn't play in the eighties. I mean, like it's, I, I think you do yourself a disservice trying to compare the two, but I think you, you can't, like I saw somebody today had mentioned that, you know, they were talking about, you know, LeBron going to his eighth consecutive final. And somebody said, well, Hell, the Buffalo Bills went to four Super Bowls. You know, what's the difference? And it's it's two different things. Like, you, you got to compare apples to apples, right. you know. And, I mean, like, you can make a case if you want to, quote, unquote, hate. You can make a case for anything. But I, I think that is still to be appreciated because nobody else in the history of the NBA did what he did with this kind of roster turnover. Right. And, I mean, and this is a brand new he, team. He yeah. had two teams in one two season. Two teams in one season. I've I've never seen, seen he's never seen that. He's – I think – the reason why I think they're going to redefine greatness. That's what every generation does. And and the other thing is, for me, let, let, let's – But it's not – wait, wait, hold on, Ken. Because I, I like that phrase that you use. Mm-hmm. It's not about redefining it. It's defining it. Defining it's defining it that era of it's, greatness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Jordan was the definition of the 80s and 90s. And I would say that Kobe took the late 90s into the mid-2000s, early 2000s. Yeah. That, that, that was the definition of greatness. And then now LeBron is the definition of greatness for this era. There's going to be other guys. We're right. probably watching them right now. Well, you know, it could be Ben. It could be J- Jason Tatum. It could be uh, Donovan Mitchell. I don't know. It could be somebody coming up in this draft mm-hmm. that that redefines what this era's greatness is. Right. But there's a le- there. We have two sets of standards now. We have the six and O standard set by uh, MJ, and now we're gonna have an eight and O uh, standard set by LeBron. Now he's going against teams that are better better than him. But you know, I was thinking about this when I was driving in. Like, can- could Jordan have taken this no. team to the finals? Oh, you talking about this Cleveland squad? This Cleveland yeah. squad. More than likely, yeah. no. I, 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 I don't think, think he could have. In the 80s? No, you, you know, I mean, it depends. You right mean, now, it, this generation. You, 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 know, you know the only reason why I say that is because look at how Jordan struggled in the first round of playoffs. Mm-hmm. Look at how, you know, before he got Phil, before he got Scotty, what he was. He was purely a scorer. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, you was, know, he was a dunker. And, he, he was, exactly. He, there was no jumper. And the thing about LeBron from day one is he elevated everybody. Right. And if you can't elevate everybody, that means that you need other guys either at your level or you need a, a, a system that will elevate people mm-hmm. to play better. And Jordan is not one of those guys that's going to make you play better. Jordan's going to hold your ass accountable. Oh, he's going to hold your ass You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but, but he's not necessarily going to elevate you or even trust in you because he's going to look at you, oh, yeah, you wide open, but guess what? I'm going to mm-hmm. shoot this fadeaway against three right. people, right. and I'm going to make it. And, and I'm going to do that every time until I miss, right? LeBron is like, look, man, you wide open, I'm going to make that pass every time. And it doesn't matter if you miss 10 shots in, in game seven. Mm-hmm. With two seconds to go, yep. if they quadruple TB, I'm gonna pass this ball, and I think that's the difference. And and like you said, Ken, um, that redefinition, you know, setting different standards, it, it it's part of it's it's part of culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because. At some point in time, all of these guys are just a wrinkle in time. Yeah. And guess what? 20, 30 years from now, when your beard is fully gray, you know what I'm saying? You done had your twins. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, and when I'm old as shit, you know what I'm saying? Oh, damn. I, I, I'm over here cussing. That's um, right. When I'm old as hell, you know, my kids going to be like, daddy, daddy, daddy. You know, this is the greatest. I'm be like, son, you ain't never right, seen yeah. Jordan or LeBron, right. did you? Exactly. You know, so, so mm-hmm. it, these guys are just wrinkles in time, and they're just – resetting what the era 
that they played in's greatness is defined right. by. And 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 what LeBron is doing is never going to be done. Just like what Jordan did is never going. Bruh, when you look at that graphic and you see five or more straight finals appearances and everybody's in the 40s to the 60s and LeBron is the only guy in the mod that looks hella weird. You're talking mm-hmm. about 1946 to 1964. And then if you look at it too, there's going to be a segment of the population that's just going to look at the results. Mm-hmm. I mean, like nobody, I don't remember, I remember Bird losing, I remember Magic losing finals, but, you know, I know, I know that finals records. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So ultimately it's going to come to that. But I think what you said is key is that if you let it stand alone on its own, instead of trying to compare it to what Jordan, because they'll never, LeBron has no chance in going 6-0. and He'll never go 6-0. and So you can't preach to the 6-0 and crowd. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You can't preach to the Kobe crowd. Let LeBron's greatness be defined by what it is that he's doing. He's setting a standard. And if we just see that for what it is and take it for what it is, everything else will work itself out. Yeah. You, you know something that has to be talked about in terms of the greatness of LeBron? Never missed a season. No. Never been injured. Never. Um, he's a true Iron Man. He's a model of consistency. You know what I'm saying? I think Jordan was a model of consistency Yo, no as well. You know, but, but to me, it, LeBron is more consistent. Well, Jordan sat. Jordan broke his foot, mm-hmm. so he, he was, was out. out of he was out most of his uh, sophomore season. Mm-hmm. And he came back, and that's when he dropped sixty three mm-hmm. on Bird and, and mm-hmm. those guys in the playoffs. But um, but no, he he's been the model of consistency. And then if you look at the numbers, the numbers are that's where it's scary. That, exactly because he's what thirty four, three thirty going to be thirty four, thirty four this year. So thirty three years old, and his there's no sign. I mean, technically. He's on the, I would say he's on the downside of, of his prime. Of but course. those numbers don't suggest that he's on the no, downside of his not prime. not at all. And even when you watch him, the eyeball test shows you, okay, he doesn't have the same energy level. Right. He doesn't have the same stamina. Nope. You know, even though it's still legendary. The oh, stamina, no, no, even no today, is still but he's legendary. Like he's he's, he's, he's calculating. Right. Exactly. He knows how to, when to pick and choose, okay, let me exert my energy now. Let me conserve it here. You know, and that's what experience teaches you. Because mm-hmm. I'll be on the court, too, with these young whippersnappers running around. Be like, hey, bro, hey, come here. Let me grab the jersey real quick. And you you know? know you're getting somebody's best effort every night. Every night. Because you're the king. Yep. You're the king, and, and and because you are a standard in the league, everybody's trying to measure themselves mm-hmm. to you. Like, why do you think Jason Tatum bumped him after the dunk? You got to. <laughs> you have to. You got to. Because he's the guy. And he would have been happy with a tech. Yeah, he would have been. <laughs> I would have like, been, too. Like, fuck it. I dunked on LeBron in the playoff game. You know what's, what's, what's even, even crazier? Um, like, you know. He he played forty eight minutes last night, mm-hmm. yeah. like like it was nothing. Yep, you know, and and that's what kind of going back to what you were saying about he's you, five and zero when he plays forty eight minutes. That's crazy. Too. Wow, um, is that you know looking at the games of Jordan and, and and LeBron is like what made what he did Sunday so masterful is that and you referred to it earlier, Kyle, is that you know he kept passing to his teammates. He kept even when they were down mm-hmm. ten. 12 or whatever, he kept giving them guys opportunities. And Boston kept missing their opportunity to push the lead. And then next thing you know, it's a four-point game. And then they come out, they run a couple of sets, they struggle early, like like people said earlier, in the third quarter. Boston had a chance to push it again. Um, They couldn't. Then JR finally hit a shot because I think they ran a set for JR. And if you remember, in game seven, JR was key in that comeback in the second half. Because I think he scored like eight points. So 
They kept trying to get Jr. going because they knew he needed him. Jr. hit some shots. Jeff Green got going, and then Jr. said it. He said it after the game. He said we looked down when we when we took the lead. We looked and we saw that they were defeated, mm-hmm. that their confidence yeah. was gone. He said after that we was just like, okay, we're gonna push forward. And he said once we got the lead, that that was it. But they don't get there without LeBron. They don't right. get there if LeBron does what Mark Jackson and uh, and Van Gundy wanted him to do was to beat Jordan and go out there and take over. He knew that he needed those guys to get there. The other thing about what's so fascinating about LeBron is that in spite of everything that, that that's going on, he's probably going to go to the finals. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Even though he's losing, everybody still like wants to beat him. Of course. Everybody acknowledges that he is the best player in the world and that he is the king. Regardless, like, you go he what his records three and five. In spite of all of that, the losses they still give him that respect and look at him as like they people in the modern day NBA are arguing and debating whether or not he's the goat. His peers, his right. own peers, and he doesn't have uh, this perfect finals record. That is crazy to have that type of respect. And I think the guys that play basketball know that. When you're playing against four All-Stars and a loaded team like Golden State Warriors, what do you expect is going to happen, right? That's inevitable. James mm-hmm. Harden found it out last <laughs> night. You know, His name will not be mentioned on this podcast oh, we until next talk about season. Him. We got to talk Bro. about him. Well, after, after tonight's <laughs> podcast, we ain't talking about the bearded one hey, until man. next season. Let, let's, you know what? That's, that's the segue. We, we got to do it. Um, wow. Two double-digit leads blown. 17 and a 15-point lead. A 15-point lead at home. Home. And you're the best team throughout the regular season. 65 wins. The MVP. The MVP, MVP. can't get you The regular one season MVP. He struggled the whole series. I don't care about these counting stats but of you, 30 but, points. But, but you, you know when he started struggling? When? When Utah said, you know what? We ain't going nowhere. Right. And mentally, right. Right. from that point forward, I want to say. I, Wait, I, when I, Utah did what? When, when, when Utah didn't go away quietly. Oh, okay, okay. And Donovan Mitchell was putting all them boys in a blender, yeah. right? Once he started <laughs> he doing that, I saw James Harden just continue to cower and cower away from the moment. And it, can, it, it, it at the same time, CP continued to yep. step up and step mm-hmm. up and step up. And it became one, yeah. CP's team versus James Harden's team. Because all season it was James Harden's team. Mm-hmm. CP was like, hey, bro, hey, good. I ain't right, got to do right, much. Yeah, right. I never had this. <laughs> Which is what he wanted to do Which is what, went to Houston. Of course, because yep. he older. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, the older you get, the more talent you want around you because mm-hmm. you understand, you know what, man? It is way too much just mm-hmm. for me to try to – Get a W, you know. But even when you're older and you're great, you have moments. Mm-hmm. You right. can pull on them drawstrings and be like, "Hey, let's tighten up." And I got us. Right. But to me, James Harden's just overall body language, um, his confidence. I felt a difference in that game. Um, I want to say it was Game Four um, when they played. No, no, no. Game, I want to say, it was either game four or game five. I can't remember. I don't, I don't remember if it was the last game in Utah or or that, that closeout game in uh, Houston. But one of those games, somewhere in between one of those one of those games, James Harden just didn't look like the MVP anymore. And we saw it in, especially in the Golden State mm-hmm. series, right? Like his number, because he scored 30-something last night, right? Yeah. 32? 32, yeah. Those were empty 32. 
Yep. You know, and, and, and I remember Rod always talking about, oh, well, you know, LeBron, is, he don't score when it counts, is that. I, I don't. Shout I can't remember the last time seeing LeBron score an empty 30-something in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? James, I don't know what it is. It, because we saw it way back in OKC when, he, when they played against Miami. He just shrunk, and he continues to shrink. And for me, and this whole Houston squad, I love CP. Mm-hmm. Respect him. I love what um, Daryl Morey has been able to put together. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's changed that culture. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, if James Harden is your MVP superstar, you're not winning jack. Nope. Yeah, they got problems. They got to trade them. Yeah, they, they got. They, whoa. Yeah, well, I won't go that far. <laughs> you got to get rid of them. I, I, um, whoa. I wrote some things down here. I got James, and I never, you know, I never come here with stats, but James Harden in his last three elimination games, and this includes last night, 14 points where he went two for 11 with 12 turnovers. I remember Elimination that game before that. I mean, elimination game after that. 10 points, two for 11, six turnovers. Last night he went 12 for 20. So he got 32 points, mm-hmm. but it was 12 for 29. So he took 29 shots, mm-hmm. um, going two for 13 from three with five turnovers. Like you said, that's an empty 32. Um, 600 dribbles. I heard that somewhere today. I'm like, he had 600 dribbles last night. The closest person was Eric Gordon. He had 250. Eric Gordon kept attacking the basket. He I don't know what the to, hell he, he, James he Harden he, he, he didn't have he a channeled, choice. He channeled Chris Paul. He, had, he didn't have a choice. I, I think Harden... You're right. Something in his body language, and he has this reputation since his days at OKC of disappearing in the playoffs in the bigger moments. He got tired. I think if we go, and I have to look back at the you using that this season. No, 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 no. I'm talking about I mean, when I say tired. I'm talking about he just got he got he. I don't know if he got worn down or they wore him down. No, 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 Kyle. I I, I, I can't allow on, you to come me. over here they, with all that. No, they I'm not, said I'm not that. Making, I'm Draymond not making excuses and, and for him. But they were saying here's that. The that was thing, here's my here's my thing on it. I think with during the regular season he got all of the calls and everything like that. Golden State mm-hmm. was slapping him around, okay. pushing him around. Okay. I think Jay and then like they were doing the same thing to Curry. Well, well, here's the thing though. The thing if you look at, and I may I actually paid attention to this, look at James Harden's body. James Harden doesn't physically look Yeah, yeah, he's not super he's cut not, up. No, 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 he's that. not cut up enough. Yeah. But if you look at Steph, Steph got a little muscle. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, no, no. Steph's Steph, been working out. So my thing is, I think Harden, what he needs to do is, I don't know who his trainer is. He got to get in. I mean, like. You know what? No, they going to say you, you, you know, reason no, why no. I, reason why, Hold on. Let me finish. Mm-hmm. The reason why I say that is because I think he got warned that he was trying to get those calls. And then after a while, he stopped, he stopped attacking the basket. He just, he settled. And, like, he just kind of t- took a step back and, like, okay, I'm going to let y'all do this. But CP wasn't out there. But you, but you know, th- this is the reason why I can't allow you to come with that gibberish over here, <laughs> or, or, where our sports opinions collide, Kyle. Right. Because Jordan went through the same thing against Detroit, right? And what did and, he do? But did he stop going to no, the rack? But did, did but didn't Jordan bulk up though? No, he ha- no. And, and that's I, my point. Okay, I give you all that. Okay. But what my point is, is that he's tough. He's oh, no weak no up here no in the mental department no right. in terms of James Harden. I agree. And I think that if you are mentally tough, it doesn't matter how bad they beat you down physically, mm-hmm. you want it so bad that you're going to, hey, I'm, I'm at your door again. Right. I'm hey, I'm at, at your door again. You know what I'm saying? And, and to me, that I'd rather take somebody that's mentally tough versus physically tough right. all day. All day. Give me that guy. Because you know what? It doesn't matter. They smack you across the face like they did the little bra. I'm mm-hmm. going to come over here and make this free throw. I'm going to – I'm knocking at this door. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And James Harden, I, I 
Look, you, you man, you got me, you got me over there, <laughs> man. Look, you you bringing back some memories because I remember the last time I coached, I coached some soft ass kids. Okay, and I did, I I was beside myself. How I'm talking right now is, is how I was talking to them kids. Because what what the hell do I say do during this game to get you mentally tougher? Because these other guys is punking the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. I got two tough guys and the rest of y'all soft. What wow. am I supposed to do with wow. that, right? And then if my be- and luckily both of my best players weren't the soft guys, but if your best player is mentally soft, how do you overcome the hurdle? Mm-hmm. You can't. Damn. It doesn't matter if James Harden hit the the damn weight room. He come back looking like LeBron next year. As soon as he don't get the calls, what's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. I didn't get no call, man. I can't do that. Six turnovers, thirty shots for thirty points. I, J- that's why I'm saying trade him. Look, I think I think. And, and and I said this a couple of uh, podcasts ago. GMs, owners, everybody that's involved with decision making in the NBA. Sometimes you take too long to make decisions. Mm-hmm. And part of why Belichick and obviously it's a different sport, but you can you can take ideologies from any sport and apply it. I rather get rid of a guy two years too early than a year too late. And I think with James Harden, if your true aspiration is to win a championship. You got one out of the two stars you need, right? Because James Harden but, ain't but it. Daryl Morey built this team around James. on the on the strength of he felt like this team. When I say Daryl Morey, I mean the GM for the mm-hmm. Houston Rockets built this team on the strength of that he thought that they were good enough to beat this team, and they were. Yeah, they, they were, were. They were. I picked them to win. You yeah, shouldn't you have guys, done that, but I, yeah, I, but they I, were good I, enough I, to win. I disagree I that I shouldn't have done that. No, and I'll t- I, Ken, See, I, I've seen this movie play out before. I, Kyle, I just didn't think we cannot. And, and, and I obviously the elephant in the room is CP3. Thank you. If CP3 plays, it's a different guy. I don't oh, yeah. know. It, it's game seven goes differently. I don't know if they necessarily win, but it definitely goes differently. We'll never know. I'll say this though: the problem with Houston is that, like you said, it's the leadership. When you have your MVP, he looked defeated. When they when Golden State made that run. There wasn't nothing they could do. Mm-hmm. You knew you knew right then. I, I, I was watching the game with my, with my sons. I said, look at them. I said, look at their body language. Mm-hmm. I said, they're defeated. Eric Gordon was the only person mm-hmm. who had something mm-hmm. in his face. Or CP. Was, CP was talk, getting in everybody's right. face. Where's James bench. Harden? Where's James Harden? When you're the leader of a squad, hey, bro, what is you doing, man? Hey, you ain't hit bro, nothing. Get to the rack. We, them I think we, we saw that um, a couple of games ago. Yeah, he was doing that on, on the bench. That's why I. That's why I don't feel like I was wrong in my pick. They were right there. CP3 got hurt, and we'll never know. Yeah, we know. But we do know that with CP3 on the court, He's a they number. had a three-two yeah. lead, and given that they had a seventeen-point lead, you know maybe because it's in the or is that Oracle, they'll blow that right, right, right. home court advantage. But uh, and we've seen CP3 and James Harden blow leads. In the past, big leagues in the past. I'm not ignoring that. But we also saw a different CP3 in the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. We saw a, a CP3 that went at the the Warriors who came back when when uh, in the third quarter shimming in, 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 in <laughs> right, Steph right, Curry right. face. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he was hitting impossible shots. So, if you give CP3 a 15-point lead, I don't think – he would relinquish that lead not at home. At no. home. Not at home. And that's why – you know, if you look at Darren Moore, that's why I, he has to feel sick because that was the one X factor that was missing. 
So when when D'Antoni was like, oh, yeah, if you told us we had a game seven at home in our building, you know, against the Warriors, would we take it? Yes, you would with a healthy CP3. Yeah. Without I, CP3 I and that. James Harden he, as your he leader. He believed that either. <laughs> you're not going to win that game. <laughs> and and I'll tell you where they lost this game. Things were rolling, looking good. They were still taking dumb shots in the, in the first half. And I was watching it with my father-in-law. I was like, what are you doing? Eric Gordon took a – was taking ridiculous threes, like 30-footers. Like, what are you doing? He managed to hit one. But where they lost that game, they were up 15. Harden came down, and he he did his signature move, took a three. I remember that. He got fouled, but they didn't call him. Mm -hmm. But they haven't been calling that Mm -hmm. in the playoffs this this whole season. But he was fouled. He's been getting that call. Then he came back and tried to do it again. Mm-hmm. Still didn't get a call. The Warriors hit threes. Mm-hmm. The Warriors yep. came back and they hit threes. And then the game got down, the score got down to nine, and then they managed to push to 11. And then, But at that point, you, you take twos, you probably can get it to 17, probably can get it to 19. Because let's be honest, the Warriors were rattled in the first half. Yeah, they were they rattled were. in the first half. They, but, but you know what I, I go back to, and you, you, you made a good point with that scenario. I go back to something you said years ago. On this very podcast, you said a 15, 20-point lead is nothing Ain't to the nothing. Warriors. And you you know what's funny? I I was watching the game last night, and when the Warriors got on that run, I wasn't looking at the score. Mm-hmm. So I look, so I'm watching the game, and then I look up at the score, and I'm like, damn. They, and I said it out loud. I'm like, damn, they're up nine? Mm-hmm. And my son was like, he was like, yeah, they're up by nine. And, like, I, it, it happened like so that. fast. I mean, like, they literally went from being down 11 to up 9 mm-hmm. within a matter of minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I'm sitting there in amazement. Like, I saw it. But, but it I didn't register. Yeah, it didn't register. Yep. I mean, like, yep. it was – the and then Curry got hot. Yep. Then Clay yep. – and Clay – It's an avalanche. With, with Golden State – see, this is why they're so scary. Because it's not just one guy. Like, right. most, most NBA teams, even if you have a big three, it's one guy that you fear. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we can't let him get how We can't let him get everybody else involved. We can't. You know what I'm saying? This one guy. But with Golden State, man, you got a guy that has the NBA record for most points in a quarter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got arguably the greatest shooter of all time. Right. And then you have the best scoring person in the NBA right now. And then to top all of that off, you have the ultimate glue guy in the NBA yeah. right now. So, so. It's so scary, and that's why I said years ago, and I still say it to this day, that 20 points ain't jacked for Golden State. That's literally, literally. Think about think about how they score, right? They want to kill you with the three. Mm-hmm. Three possessions, three threes. If you have a 20-point lead, that's, a, that's an 11-point lead. Right. And Quick. how quick. Exactly, because <laughs> they, they, ain't, they ain't running. The, 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 they ain't shooting with four Quickly. or five seconds left on the mm-hmm. shot clock. They shooting with 12 or 14 or better. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So we talking about if you miss two shots and they make three, your 20-point lead is now 11. Let's say you have a great coach. You you get a great timeout. You run the play. Okay, cool. Your your lead is thirteen. Right. Three more threes, <laughs> but your lead is four. You're back in the game. And you know the the Just Rockets. You know they they were they panicked. They went lemon booty. They panicked yeah, they and they, they didn't they, receive. They, went lemon booty. they didn't receive some calls they should have gotten. Like that continuation three point that 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 uh that Harden got when it banked in. He should have shot a free throw on that. That right. would have stabilized the game a little bit. The pressure was mounting and it was coming, but I think Harden may have settled down just a little nah, bit. Nah, you know what, man? Harden went in full panic mode. Yeah, he did. That's the reason why he took those threes. And look, here's the thing. You in in in, in that type of game, you can't be no crybaby. You no. didn't get it. You know what? I bet. I do it again. 
and I'm and I'm and I'm what, forcing the ref to try to call it. You ain't call it again. I bet. James Harden, he just looks defeated. Yeah, he, does. he doesn't it's look like okay. Bet, give me the ball. Y'all ain't gonna stop me. At no point Where in was time that? did he did he give off the the vibe that they could come back. And I mean, it goes without saying they and went they, zero they, for twenty seven from three. Just how 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 do you keep shooting it? You the the thing is, and we we grew if up half watching, of those were two. We go up. Well, that's the thing, Ken. When your threes aren't going, you and they got sixty three percent from two. You gotta go get better shots. Go, you know, and like I said, Eric Gordon, he he missed a lot of threes. Trevor Reza didn't make anything last night. He was what, over oh, ten. What like about? That. Oh, I gotta I gotta call out uh, the coach. The coach listened to the critics about him playing six or seven guys in game six, and then he this put, fool, yeah, yeah, you already know, put in Ryan. How many and points did Ryan Anderson give up? He gave up about twelve to Steph because Steph hit those threes on him. That you <laughs> you you him. you gifted them and they isolated him just yes, so they every could time. switch. That's a bad coaching decision. Mm-hmm. You cannot put you Ryan know, Ryan Anderson hasn't played in the whole game. That's that that's now that's the Antony fault. I I get why he wanted to put out because even uh ski mask Joe Johnson got in the game and he didn't do much, but. At that point, he was trying to – You don't put Ryan Anderson. No, no, you don't put Ryan Anderson. Mia Butte or whatever his name is. But he's hurt too. And his – I think his shoulders was bothering him. So even him, he couldn't get his shots up. So he was – Ryan Anderson didn't even shoot. Oh, (laughs) yeah, that's true. He didn't even get a shot off. Um, You know, so I I think, you know, just – what was it, 7 for 44? I've never seen that before in the NBA. I mean, like – and I text you guys that during the game. At some point, you got to say, you know what, timeout. Let's run a play. Let's get a good shot. Coach let's him. get a good two point shot. Let's get a, let's get something going to the basket. Let's make the refs call it. You know, you especially can't especially if you got Kevin trigger. Looney and Jordan Bell guarding. Kevin, you can put Looney. them in pick and roll over and Kevin over again. Kevin Looney quietly played a very good game last night. Yeah, but he can make a couple <laughs> of plays. But the the you can get to, he was getting to the but they bucket. made him look like an all star when you're shooting threes. Right, exactly. You know, I so. gotta ask you guys this. Um, what do you do with Chris Paul now? And if you're Chris Paul, what do you do? Because hmm. he's a unrestricted free agent, so like, it, you, he can't stay healthy. No. Well, and I think I, th- I think he needs to get to a situation where his his minutes can be managed a little bit more, where he can actually take some games off for rest. How old is he? Be? He's out three, four, thirty four, thirty five, thirty five. I think he's a year or two older than Bron. Okay. Um, Cause me and Bron the same age. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's how I always well, I'm, know I'm his a little age. bit older than Brian. Me but, too. <laughs> <laughs> but um I I think I think I look, I put it to you like this. What's gonna hinder CP from coming back to Houston, and you guys just named it. Ryan Anderson okay. and his contract. Oh, yeah, that's he right. He has a ridiculous contract. Because nobody you you can't get rid you can, of that contract. No, you can't. You can't Paul will actually turn thirty four. Thirty four, so he's the okay. same yeah, he's he's during next year's playoffs. Same yeah. older than that though. He yeah. does. Well, hey, but see, but that's the greatness of LeBron. LeBron don't <laughs> right. look his age. No. Everybody else look their age. But um, can you Damn. can you can you look up what Ryan Anderson's contract is, Ken? He's right. got probably got but, about thirty million, maybe. Oh yeah, no, no, he he got stupid money. He's got and, and for the next year or two. So so the thing is, is untradeable. No, because nobody wants that. Contract. Nobody wants that contract. You can't waive him because he's still going to count against your that's team's cap, salary bro. cap. You know, for the amount of so what years, about, yeah, what about you laughing. <laughs> Go ahead. What is it? How much? This dude is making nineteen mil. 
Yeah, but how many he's more years that, does he, he does has, still have? He has two more years left at 20 and 21 yeah, man. million. Ryan Anderson is a legend at the bank. Hell Four yeah. Four year, $80 million <laughs> Cash contract. money. Couldn't even play him in the playoffs. Nope. Hey, nope, twenty million Damn. a year. But um, I so what think, about Gordon? His what's his what's his situation? Um, he he he's around that same price tag. So they'd have to to get that's what I'm saying. They, they oh yeah, wholesale. They're gonna have to do what Miami did and basically clear house and just have James Harden and CP under contract and then sign LeBron. That's so, the only way that they'll be able to. So make you it happen. could conceivably because LeBron's not gonna take a pay cut. No, he wants max money. So. You could conceive so, but you can't max CP3, right? You can max Harden and LeBron. You, you could max all three of them, and then you have minimum contracts just like in Miami. So you're gonna let Capella walk? You have to. You, you wouldn't yeah. be able to afford it. Sheep. Yo, he was he was damn near crying last night. Sheep. Yeah, you gotta let him go. I don't know, I, Who? Can you afford Capella? To? I mean, I you know, know he's a utility see, player, but you can't because because he's part of the foundation of what they are, and I don't know if they can remake themselves. That's why if I'm CP. I might not come back to Houston. I don't think I would either. Where do you go? It seems like he likes uh, Houston. No, I'm not saying that he doesn't. But I think does he he, though? I I think he likes playing with James Harden. He did until Game Six and Seven. (laughs) No, 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 no. Because because I know how CP's thinking. CP's like it don't matter what James Harden did. If I was out there, we would have won. Right, right, right. That's how CP's thinking. Can he look? I don't know. I think. I I think. I I think. I don't know okay. about this one, Okay, okay. And the reason why I say that is because just look at his body language on the on the on the on the bench. Of course, he's angry. He's Come on, angry, man. Angry, but he know who Harden. You, it's one thing to play. Like he played with him, and now you get into the moments you witness. You're in the locker room. You have you're on the court having to get him to you, you bouncing. Is <laughs> trying to get him to get some bounce in him. Like why do you have to? Because some guys are like that, Ken. Why would you want to come back uh, to that? Because he's good enough to, 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 you know what, to take a whole bunch of pressure off of you in the regular season. Ken, you got to remember, they did win 65 games. And so. <laughs> he's good enough to get you to the seventh game in the Western Conference Finals. And if you're there, you know, in his mind, he's thinking it's a different story, regardless of whatever James Harden did or didn't do. And that's all he wants. That's all he needs. He hasn't had that guy. In his entire career, the only other guy that he you could just, say. He exchanged Blake Griffin for James Harden. <laughs> but James Harden better than Blake Griffin. But they both do the same I thing in the play. I feel you. I oh, feel you. So, so if man, we look at the landscape, right, like, you know, obviously I think San Antonio has to be in play, especially if they can re-sign Kawhi. Um, Ooh. I think um, he – because you got to remember, we are filtering down to championship contenders only. Yes, yeah, yes. That's it. You know what I'm saying? CP ain't going no – I never he, really thought about CP being someplace other than Houston, to be honest. Until, feel, you, until you just said that. I didn't really think about it. Depending on what else New York can get this offseason, okay. if they can land PG, and obviously they already have Chris Stapps. PG I, going back to OKC. Hell no. no. Hell It's no. out there. Nah. His agent has said it. I think he's going to L.A. You, Ken, his agent said he was coming back to Indiana. <laughs> so don't, don't believe what the agent said. That's what he get paid <laughs> to do. Don't believe the agent. Don't believe Chris Passard. Yeah. He's trying, <laughs> he trying to drive up the uh, the, the offer. But I think, I think if New York can land PG, okay. and obviously, you know, PG and CP going to talk. Right. So they PG ain't going to, you know, sign over there. CP ain't coming. Right. If PG go over there, 
I can see CP going over there. Um, mainly because of the, because of the coach Fisdale, I, I I think he's gonna have a profound impact on luring free agents. You're not winning in the can't, East. Yeah, yeah, I, you can't. Win hey, look, York, I'm I'm just t- talking I know about yeah, no, no, I, 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 fantasy I, I, basketball. Yeah, of right course. Now. <laughs> um, and you, you usually right sometimes. Yeah, most times. <laughs> most times. Um, damn, I. It's not many places. It's he can not go, many and places. That's, that's what I was thinking. Which about. makes me think that I, I at least I'm hopeful that he stays in Houston. You know, I, I just I, don't know that. I mean, like, and I know we're getting ahead of ourselves. I just mm-hmm. the, the the idea of LeBron going to Houston, I think Philly's a better landing spot. Oh yeah, one thousand percent. I don't. I, I've been. We've been. You can stay this, in the East. We've been. Why I don't go know. Out Philly, west? Yeah, the West, the west this is Rockets thing. The that West is, been a, is a there. gauntlet. Why go there when you you got to deal with Golden State? You got to deal with okay. Yeah, but if, if if LeBron in a game seven with Oh, yeah, they, no, 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 yeah. no. They would have won that game. They would have won <laughs> that no, game. No, no, no question. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying, like, I mean, if you get LeBron, CP, and Harden, yeah, I, I take that against Golden State. But I, what I'm saying is I don't know what the rest of the team looks like because all of your money is Exactly, because, because you have minimum contracts around mm-hmm. them. And then the other thing, too, is if you look at D'Antoni's system, quote-unquote, um, it's pick and roll basketball with yeah. a couple of wrinkles, and I think at this point, LeBron has said he wants to play more play off, off the, the ball. ball. Off the ball. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen when he goes to Houston? He's going to play on the ball. He's going to be pick and roll guy. Yeah. It's going to be between him, Harden, and CP. And I just there's not enough bas- there's not enough dribbles right. on the court to 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 try to run that type of system with those three Philly, guys. You play off it's the ball. a problem. Yes, you you, you know what ball, I I think no I think if he goes to Philly. And this is LeBron. If LeBron goes to Philly, we're going to see D-Wade and Bron 2.0. And what I mean by that is these full-court alley-oops and stuff like that. And I, to either one. I think that we're going to see that. I think that that's going to be the most exciting brand of basketball east of Golden State. Mm-hmm. I don't think nobody else is going to be able to play at their pace. Because, mind you, Philly played at the fastest pace mm-hmm. in the NBA. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you add LeBron? Yo, LeBron... LeBron. And, you know, I've gotten excited about him going to Philly. Now, the more and more I think about it, um, the more and more I get excited about it, mainly because when I look at this team he has now. Um, so, so you think there's no chance of him coming back? Hell no. <laughs> the only way he would have came back, if they would have got a top three pick, if this draft would have yielded them a top that. three pick, then yes, because the top three in this draft can can, – can, can, Who for, are your projected top three? Top three: Luka Doncic, uh, Marvin Bagley, and DeAndre Ayton. So one In of that those order, three. or no, no, just okay, okay, just okay, out okay. there, okay. just out there. But those three guys, I think, if they go to a Cleveland squad with a LeBron, they your it elevates them. Right. All three of those guys. It, yeah, but LeBron's about winning championships. Are you really like they? Like I know they're uber talented, but are they, are they Jason Tatum? I th- I think, ready. I think that DeAndre Ayton, just his physical presence, you know what I'm saying, is something that they haven't had. So, yes, him by himself puts Cleveland in contention. You know what I'm saying? I think he I think he helps. And also because when you have a big man like that, his whole life he's been reliant on a guard or a perimeter player to get him the ball. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like you can be impactful immediately when you got Bron. Because Bron going to do all the heavy lifting still. Yeah. You just got to finish now. You know, and and obviously throughout the course of the season, 
the the mental aspect of the game is going to increase and increase. And there's going to be times where you, bro, what the hell is you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, you right. look like a rookie. But at the end of the day, more talent there than any other big man on the, on the Cleveland's roster. In terms of Luka Doncic and Marvin Bagley, Marvin Bagley is a tweener type of guy. Um, I like him better than K-Love. And I'm and not saying that K-Love isn't an all-star. He is a perennial all-star. But at this point in his career, we see who can guard, man. Mm-hmm. In Boston, he struggled with everybody. Yep. What you think he's going to do against Golden State? He's going to struggle with everybody. I don't, I don't want a guy like that. Marvin Bagley could come in, and if he gets lost offensively, that's fine. Play defense on this guy, on right. that guy. Get rebounds, block shots, change shots. He can do that. That's why I like him. Now, Luka Doncic, you talking about a 6'8 perimeter guy? Is he really that good? He is that yeah, good. Yeah, I've never seen him play. It, man, we talking clips. step back, vision, size, moxie, okay. um, clutch gene. He wants it. Look, man, you're 19 averaging 20 in Spain? We're talking about the number two league in okay. the world? Okay, okay. Hidden, hidden, you know, he made it to the final four. You know, I don't know if they won out of I thought he won like MVP. That. I thought they won and he won the MVP. Um, I I think I I, fact check. I don't think it was the final four because I remember like a couple weeks ago they were going into the final four. I don't know. I don't know if he won regularly or regular season MVP. I I, I don't know. I just know the dude is legit. Right. From what I've seen, the only question mark I have on him is legit NBA athleticism. Okay. But to me that. Sometimes that can be overrated right. because basketball is a game of skill, and if you have the skill, you can overcome athletic deficiencies. So that that's that's why I'm not even I'm not worried about it. But if I had a question, that'd be the question. And the people <clears throat> people speak very highly of I, the clips I've seen are really nice. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see how that how that plays out um, as far as Cleveland. Yeah. I think really just being able to drag this team to the – I mean, a, like you said, a new team yeah, to the finals. I, I don't think, you know, Cleveland fans uh, could ask for much more. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll, we'll get into – I know. think everybody that watches basketball like that, like, come on, man, we, we know what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We know – like this team – you take LeBron off, do they even make this the is, playoffs in no, the this East? this is a lottery team. This is a lottery – this is the Hawks. It is. <laughs> this is the Hawks. <laughs> you know what? This is Minnesota. This is Kevin Love's Minnesota Timberwolves squad again. I don't even because, know you know, that good. But, he, but, but they didn't make no playoff. Did they? Oh, no, yeah, no, they, they didn't, didn't make they no didn't playoff. Know. So what I'm saying is you take LeBron off, K-Love goes back to 2010, Yeah, yeah. and they don't make no playoffs. Yeah, facts. Yeah. That, um, so, yeah, I'm not um, – I, I wouldn't be mad at him. And I, I don't think anybody could be mad. Oh, know, no. But if, if nothing else, LeBron gave the city of Cleveland a championship when nobody else saw it could happen. Hey, here's the thing. Um, LeBron's first stint with Cleveland, he got him to the finals one time. Mm-hmm. 2007. That was it, right? And we're talking, what was that, three years in? Four years in? I think that was – Yeah, he was he was drafted in 2003. Four, yeah, so four, four years, years in, yeah. right? So he was supposed to be a college senior, and he got out to the finals. Went to Miami, did his thing, you know, learn how to, you know, be the, be the consummate pro. Back. Sure did. <laughs> Got him an extra chip or two. This kid cuts his eye at me. <laughs> and then when he comes back, first of all, they weren't supposed to win round right. 3-1, even no. though I called it. I've been new. Oh, right? Guy. But they, 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 they won, the, I guess, the only way I could put it is, like, the best championship in the NBA, yeah. in the NBA history. It's never been done. 
It's never happened before. And LeBron gave you that. Mm-hmm. And not only did he give you that, he gave you three other opportunities. And matter of fact, the first time he went, he should have won. Yeah. Right. He should have won. It was just him by his damn self. He should have won that yeah. if he would have just had one other guy. K Lover Kyrie. Just give me one, we would have won. What are you talking about? The first one against yep. uh, the Warriors? Yep. Yes. Okay, okay. When 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 K Love um got his arm pulled out by Kelly Olenek in the second round of the playoffs against Boston. And then Kyrie broke, and then Kyrie broke his kneecap in the first game. If he would have had Kyrie for that entire series, they would have won. And I think they would have probably won in five. Uh, I don't know about that. I think so. You know why? Because I think that that version of Golden State. That was OKC. Exactly. They didn't have championship swagger yet. They were damn near lucky to get there. As they have been every single year they made they, the finals. Because they, they've, they've had Kenneth. injings along Stop the it, way. Kenneth. Oh, no. no. Come on now, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, they, no, they've, they've had you know, major it, injuries to yeah, other players along the way. I mean, you know, it, it, that – Championship we, is a championship, but we yeah. can't. Yeah, we can't deny we can't that. I mean, like, that. It, it's it, no. They've been fortunate. They've been. I mean, like you, you can't. De- and going back, like you said, CP three. You got Kawhi going down last year. Uh, the year before that, um, it was Kyrie or Kevin Love and it was, Kyrie. It was Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it, Golden State's benefited from it. You know, I, I won't sit here and deny that. Um, if we talk about obviously the finals, you know, Cleveland underwhelmingly, you know, not. Favorite to the the, the the worst underdogs ever by Vegas. Right. We're talking about you have thing. to bet a thousand dollars to make three hundred wow. for Golden State to win. If you say, "Yo, I bet Golden State wins," for you to make three hundred bucks back, you got to put down a band. Damn, hell no. Nah. Look, I think everybody understands that if Cleveland wins one, it's wow, great job. Yeah. Yeah. They win two, holy crap, you yeah. overachieve. They go seven. What is it? What is y'all doing? Right, right, right. You know what right. I mean? Like, what, like, how, like, how you right, do right. that? Right. Hey, but you know, and, and I think uh, I, I agree. I, I don't think this. I think this series of. It could be over next Friday. I think it'll go. I think it'll go five. I think Cleveland will get one at home. Maybe game three, just on the emotion and because here's the thing. If, and, and I was telling my my boy this other day, if you turn Golden State over, you can win. Well, that that's the question. But the, the how Cavs just, can the Cavs win outside gotta, you, of LeBron? You got to turn. You have to get Golden State in 15, 16, 17, 18 turnovers. They, that's they, how you they, beat. How them. did the they're, Warriors? They're like that's a twenty. The Cavs are ranked twenty something in defense. So but, that's but, not but, but they, no, no, no. They they were ranked twenty fifth for the season. But they, but we can see that they're playing much better defense now. But but how? But, but against how much teams is, that don't have exactly. four all well, exactly. I mean, how much of that is attributed to uh, Celtics inexperience? Obviously, we know what happened with Toronto, so I won't even mention them. <laughs> um, and even against Indiana, they Toronto didn't have great might defense. be the they worst of this whole playoffs. Oh my God, man! Them, but them but dudes. how did how did the Rockets do it? We know they were the great Rockets got more guys. You got to Yeah, you got to put up points. You but you they gotta, eventually. When you look at that team, though, game six and seven. Who's their Ariza? Who's the Cleveland's Ariza? Yeah. Who's the, o, the equivalent? The 0411 Ariza, bro. No, no, no. Ken. Ken. But we're not talking offense right now. We're not talking offense. PJ Tucker. Oh, Ariza's well. out and there primarily wins. for defense. P- Who is the equivalent on the Cavs roster to Trevor Ariza? Give me one guy. Can you? No, I can't. Okay. Give me PJ Tucker. Who's the equivalent over there? In terms of output and in terms of production, when, when CP3 went down and CP3 is how they took him at least got him to seven because right. he got three wins right right he won two games oh yeah by himself right okay because Harden disappeared right again 
So, but when you look at the rest of that roster and compare it to the Cleveland roster, when they lost CP3, they were average at best. It was James Harden or bust. It was really a Western version of Cleveland. But but but, but that's mm-hmm. offensively though, Ken. We we know what they are. Pick and roll, isolation, mm-hmm. driving kick, hit open shots. That's exactly what Cleveland is. The difference with Houston this year is they have guys that hang their hat on the defense. Who who's Clint Capella equivalent over here in Cleveland? Because don't be, you better nah, not tell me no damn Tristan Thompson. There it is. Get out of here with all that. Nah. They don't defensively. Hey, he just got they don't have the, the equivalence on the Cavs roster. I understand defensively, but I, I just look at the the biggest thing we look at with with the Cavs is offensively. Where are they going to get production? Who's yeah. going to score? LeBron. And, and yeah. when I looked at that Rockets team, I was like, where are they going to score? Who's going to who's gonna score for them? Nobody could score outside well, of Eric Gordon. Well, they had like four or five guys in double figures in their wins. But the thing is, is that Cleveland has been so inconsistent offensively, you know, throughout this playoffs. You've got LeBron and it's, well, can he get help? You know, it's it's, it's beyond. You're going to need more Enough than help. help. Right. You're going to need more than help. Because but Golden State's bench isn't all that. Well, they, you know, to be honest, they, they got four guys. They, yeah, they they haven't have to, they, they really haven't you know they really they didn't need to. to. It, you know, it, it they have their moments. We saw Game Six where Clay goes to freak off, and then <laughs> and that's what you're going to get in the series. You're going to get Clay have a game where he go off. You're going to have a game where Steph goes off. You're going to have a game where all three of them go off. And quiet as kept, Kevin Durant disappeared. You know, in oh a God. in a couple of these games, and you know, we talked about it via text. You know. People Ryan, let him off the hook. They they started to get on him a little bit more, but yeah, I think we were like at, years we, ago. We started, yeah. Okay, see, he, I remember yeah. against Memphis, he came down and missed two free throws. Yep, this AD. He was, he was he was choking in 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 that last game. He missed like three free throws early. Couldn't hit a shot, and then all of a sudden, you know, once look, once they start rolling, that's it. And once they started rolling, man, he, he they got their confidence going. That was it. Kevin Durant had he could relax and. The shots came a little bit easier, and I'll give him his credit. He hit some big shots down the stretch, but at that point, you already lead, and there's right. no pressure. He, he I think there's Kevin, no I think Durant started. I think he it's started different. to feel some pressure when CP and those guys were coming right back at him, and they found themselves it was pressure to start the game. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and losing, and they it. they saw themselves down, and you know, at Kevin Durant is looking around, and everybody's looking at him like, "Bro, you, you we need you," and then. Houston did a good job of getting Golden State out of their motion, out of their moving offense, and they started going one-on-one. And then Kevin yeah. Durant started to look like OKC Kevin Durant. It's clear as day that Kevin Durant, and I think he even said it, is one of the reasons why he wanted to go there. Yeah. Because he wanted to make his, his life easier. Oh, it's much easier. And he did not want, he didn't want to deal with the pressure of having to be the guy. But, you you know, there's a certain – the guy in OKC is different than being the guy like in Boston or the guy in Dallas. You know what I'm saying? Because we we've talked about it. That head coach, right? Regardless of the last two head coaches that were there, mm-hmm. are not the right championship type of head coaches, right? Also, right. look at the teammates. Even though, uh, um, what's his name? What's his name? I, I love the GM over there. Um, I can't think of his name. The team. What's the team? OKC. Uh, Presti, Sam, Sam Presti. Presti drafted three 
MVP. I've never <laughs> seen that ever in life. MVP. You know what I'm saying? He's gotten talent, whether it's through the draft, through trades, or whatever. I think that the 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 overwhelming thing that was happening in OKC was number one, nobody was checking Russ, right? Because that shouldn't be. All the way KD's job because of his personality, number one. Number two, they never got the head coach or a system. Mm. So it's not about necessarily being the guy. KD's going to naturally be the guy. Right, so forget about OKC. Mm. Boston wanted him. What if he went to Mm. Boston? Playing under Brad Stevens in a system. Okay, I got it. Less pressure, right? Because the the way that that we saw it, right? So that would have been different. You didn't have to go to Golden State. And I guess that's what I'm looking at. He didn't have to. Right, but the summer that he made his decision, where else he was gonna go to to truly compete for a championship? Because it wasn't gonna be San Antonio. Right, it could have been Boston. That, but you but, know, but, that's, but, that's another part of LeBron's legacy. <laughs> he made he made Kevin Durant go to Golden State. People people actually use that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, he, that's, he I mean, did. he he legitimately did. He created. Uh, you know, people made people made their remarks about you know. Miami having a super team, but but that was that but, we know the deep. But, but, but well, my, my point is that he, you know, LeBron's them beating that seventy three win team Forced caused the, them yeah. to go get you know yeah. Kevin Durant. So I, I mean, it I, just it just it, it made the it made it easier oh, to no, go. No get question, him. no question. Because I think regardless, that's where he was going to. Yeah, land. I think I think so too. Once he found out it was on the table, and I think this Golden State team, you know, obviously they they're loaded, and I don't if. If Cleveland gets a win, I, th- I think that's respectable. It's just going to be very depressing. It's How? Th- it's basketball, man. It's just you know, I just I just don't even want to see the brother go down like that, man. Man, enjoy watching LeBron basketball. Le- I can't LeBron enjoy watching this. It's an unfair <laughs> fight. Well, see, you got a dog. See, you, you I, see, I don't have a dog in a fight. My team ain't playing, so I don't care. But I'm a fan of the game, so I love watching basketball. I am too, and that's why that's why I'm excited about him possibly going to Philly because if Philly, if this is the this this Sixers team with LeBron yeah. versus Golden State in the finals, oh no, that's a difference. Hey, yeah. it's a different hey. story. Sign different me story. up. But here, but here, here's the thing. Okay, so so let's not get too ahead of ourselves, right? Because I, you know me, I, I I do my research for the stuff mm-hmm. I'm definitely interested in. So I don't know if y'all knew this. J.J. Redick actually turned down more money from different teams to actually sign with Philly. Wow. Houston offered him $28 million mm-hmm. a year, you know what I'm saying, and a multi-year deal. Mm. Uh, he only took a one-year deal, He right? took a one-year deal with Philly. Um, so, obviously, if they get LeBron and he wants to say they're going to have to – he's going to have to come on way down on the price, mm-hmm. right? Um, mm. So, is it going to be the same exact Philly team? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then, also, you have to think – Philly has a treasure trove as well. First of all, it's Boston with the most assets and young players and picks and all that. The second team is Philly, right? So what if you package up a whole bunch, a whole bunch of draft picks, Markel Fultz, mm-hmm. and go get you another guy on top of LeBron? So it, so to me, Philly isn't necessarily going to be the same exact Philly, but what we know, right, and all we want is Embiid and Ben Simmons and LeBron. And LeBron. Anything it, yeah. else right. is yep. gravy. Yep, right. that's it. Yeah, and I think they could they could definitely make that work. And and if Reddit come back, you know, hey, they, you know, it, it would be great because now you got that. a shooter. They need that. And so yeah, they could probably package you know send Sarge Sarge off um, either Sarge or Robert Covington. Right. Since Robert Robert Covington, Covington gotta go. Yeah, he gotta yeah, go, man. He, nah, he dis- why he gotta he, go? He disappeared in the play. Yeah, he did. Series. Nah, he gotta he go. He did, but but you know, he's here to miss. 
He's hit or miss. He plays defense. He's he's a good defender. And, 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 he, defense. and, and he's almost a forty. And, and, and he's a high thirty percent three point shooter. When he's hitting, yeah. But he hit all season. It's, but do except when they needed him. I feel you. But you know what? But Bron <laughs> elevates you. So I, I, I don't mind having – I'd rather have Robert Covington than, 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 than Jeff Green, J.R. Smith, uh, well, damn near younger. Kyle Corver. He's younger. Mm, I'll probably take Jeff Green. I don't Jeff, Gre- Jeff Green is more talented than so Robert Ken, Covington. How, how, many, how many games is this series going? <laughs> <laughs> As he lets out a deep sigh. It's tough. Six. Who wins? Cleveland. <laughs> Get out of Hey, turn this damn yeah. mic off, man. What the hell are you talking about? You know better than that. I'm well, going the same six, but Golden State. You think you, hey, oh, you think it'll go six? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. I, look, here's the thing. Off bat, like I've always said, a superstar gets you one game, regardless right, of the right, playoffs. Right. So LeBron going to get you that. I think that Golden State, because they're just overconfident, they can let one go. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's going to happen. I can see that. And I, I think B said, B said what, five? A B probably think it's going to be a sweep. Yeah, B might, might be. yeah B might call for a sweep. But not LeBron too great for that. that, yeah. that I just I don't see that happening. Yeah, they, they, but they're going to have to do something. I, I think it'll be good. I don't I, – to be honest, I don't even know if the games will be blowouts. I think there might be a blowout here or there. But Jeez. I think the, the thing that is going to concern well, – I don't, I don't want to say concern. The thing that the narrative is going to be about this – "Quote unquote dynasty." Do you necessarily have a dynasty from Golden State if they win? Assuming that they win, but then we just saw them get blown out in a series, you know, in a game in a series by thirty points. You know, wherein when we looked at the previous dynasties over the eighties and nineties, those teams did. I mean, you rarely had playoff games where guys lost by t- by ten. Yeah, yeah, but 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 it's again, it's a different era. So if we if we're not going to try to compare the LeBron to any other era, then let's not do it with the teams. But since we are, because that's what our show is, you can't. There's just so many more threes being shot. Okay, right. That back in the day, an eight point or twelve point win is like a twenty point win. Oh now. hell yeah. You know, you, you get up so yeah, many yeah, more attempts overall. You get a way more three-point attempts. And then you can also kind of bury a team earlier. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, because we've seen Golden State bury teams middle third quarter. Yeah. You know, it might be close. You um, you might have a lead on Golden State. And they come on one of these 28 to 4 runs. Be like the it's Rockets the, only It's four. the game. 25 points yeah, in the second half. Bruh, when they, when they went on that run last night, I was like, this is it. Like, there was – once they got up, I was like – they, you could just tell the way they, they weren't coming back from that. Yeah. It was just I was like, well, they're not going to beat them by twenty, but they're going to win by ten at least. Like, it was, and you could just tell the the defeat was there. I think I think out of any team I've watched in all my years watching basketball, the most demoralizing team is this Golden State Warriors team because more demoralizing than the than that Bulls team. Yeah, because because be, because because the Bulls team was like a slugger. And they're going to just beat you to a pulp the whole game. Yeah. You're going to feel every shot. And Golden State is just like, okay, we in it. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, what the hell? You out of it. Well, you know what the thing about the Bulls team that, that always impressed me is that. Yeah, they, they shaking and shimmying, shimmying on, you. on you. The Bulls team would just defensively just swarm the hell out of you. They I would. mean, like you would have Pip on one wing. You have Jordan mm-hmm. on the other wing. You got Rodman in the middle holding down the post. You got Kukos coming it's off the diff- bench. It's a different. You had Ron yeah. Harper starting at the mm-hmm. point. D six six long. Mm-hmm. I mean, like defensively, they would just get in your ass, and like you just couldn't, you couldn't do nothing. And yeah. like you could, you could literally see teams 
feel helpless. You know, it's it's like uh, the Bulls were like Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali, where they're yeah. just they're heavyweights. They're just mm-hmm. you know knock you out. The the Warriors are like Bruce Lee. You know, <laughs> fist to fury. They just blah, 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 blah. And then yeah. that's, you know, you know, you don't see it coming. Because they hitting you from all kind of places. You get yep. kicked, you get chopped yeah. in the yeah. neck. You know, and that's thing you know, the, you the, Don't let them bring out the nunchuck. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they bring out the nunchuck, you know, it's a wrap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, it's a wrap. Yeah. I, I, I hope it's a, I hope it's a, I, I think it'll be an entertaining series. I think Draymond will do something I dumb. I um, you know, it, it I'm I, ready for the I'm ready for the off season. <laughs> I'm not. Already. I, I, I enjoy have I, I really enjoy having a basketball game on and watch each night. It, it, you know, it it is. And we are um for programming note, uh we will be recording our live reactions to the game uh for the first four or five games after the <laughs> We're gonna try to live stream it. Yeah, we're gonna try to live stream it as well. Um we got like fifteen minutes left uh, on the car. Touch on the uh NFL? Yeah. Yeah, the national anthem. <laughs> uh man, I, I don't know. Yeah, what what do you I'll, I'll I'll let you kick it off, Kyle. Um well, as many of you know, um oh we won. Yankees won. Nice. Um as many of you know, the NFL came out with this policy uh all before they did not have a policy regarding regarding national anthem. Uh they are now telling in their players that they must be on the field at the same time in a single file line, uh, standing and quote unquote, respecting the flag. Uh, you do have the option of not being on the field. You can remain in the locker room and that goes for players. And I think personnel, um, which really the NFL, I I've always said, excuse me, is, is reactionary. They, mm-hmm. they are so, behind the time and behind the curve. Now, keep in mind, all other leagues have this same policy. So this is nothing new. But the fact that when you look at the fact that the – I don't even want to say protest because it's not even protest. The demonstrations of guys taking a knee during the national anthem had died down. Nobody was doing it. Mm -hmm. Nobody did it during the playoffs. Nobody did it during the Super Bowl. The fact that the NFL comes up with this knee-jerk reaction policy – you know, it just speaks volumes as to how out of touch the NFL is moving forward. Now they have this policy. And of course, you know, some players are talking and I mean, right now we're in the off season, so we don't know, but you know, there's talk that some players will find other ways. Now this is interesting because it does say that you have to stand and salute the flag, but that doesn't mean you can't stand up and raise your fist in there. It doesn't mean, you know, so there are different ways if you want to protest around this issue, and I don't. Th- I think the NFL with their knee-jerk reaction, um, you know, they just it, it looks bad again because the NFL still does. They don't. They don't have a clue. But in fairness, if you will, to the NFL, they've never had a clue, mm-hmm. especially regarding their players. And I'll get into that in a little in a second. But I mean, you got people now, even more people that I'm seeing saying, "Well, hey, they're doing this. They didn't get capped back in the league." Colin Kaepernick, um, Eric Reed, who's you know stood beside Colin Kaepernick and took a knee, free safety, free agent, you know can't even get a call from a team, you know, people are talking about boycotting again. You know, there's a lot of people that boycotted the NFL last season, and even more people that I know talking about boycotting and not watching the NFL this year. Wow. Um, so I don't know that 
you know, it, to be honest, the NFL just they stirred up the pot when it didn't necessarily yep. need to be stirred up. I mean, it, this issue and really the idea and the thought of taking a knee was hijacked by the NFL. When you had Jerry Jones doing a damn taking a knee before the before the before the anthem got played, I mean, it was like, you know, they like we talked about they they did the dab. Like, you know, it's it's ridiculous, man. So my my thing is with the NFL. I mean, they got it wrong again. Um, it's honestly, it's not going to stop me from watching the NFL. And the reason, and, and I always say this: I don't begrudge anybody who says that they won't watch. The reason why I will watch the NFL and continue to watch because I don't think people care about the players. Honestly, if we're being honest, we won't keep a buck. We don't care about the players. Mm-hmm. We care about the teams. We don't care about the players. These players are risking their lives for our entertainment. That's that's just the way – because I play football, I understand what it is. It's entertainment. Do I feel for them? Of course I feel for them because, again, they're getting concussions and having head trauma and body parts broken up. And when they walk away from the game – or when well, I won't say walk away. Most of them are pushed away from the game. Guess what? They're never on my radar again just like every other Joe fan. So um, I don't begrudge anybody that says that they won't watch. I will say this much. Boycotting by not watching, it's been proven. The NFL has already made their money from advertisers. Mm. So it don't matter if they get 2% ratings as far as viewership. That deal that they signed is a five-year they're already there in the I think year one of this contract is with the TV rights. So no, you you're not hurting the NFL. You're taking a stand, and I and I applaud anybody who does that. But no, you're not killing the ratings by not watching. They could kill the NFL has that check. That bag is secured and and it's safe. And you know, again, I don't begrudge anybody that wants to boycott, but. You know, if you really, really want to boycott by not watching, boycott their sponsors too. Yep, that's because that's where the money's at. That's what I saw on on Twitter, and and somebody said that unless you have a Nielsen box, you not watching the NFL is not even being tracked or no. recorded. Um, but what is is are, are the sponsors, and and for me, I've, I've been conflicted because you know I I protested last year, and about I commend not watching. you for it because I don't know how you did it, um, and. You know, after a while, it it, it was it, it started out rough because it was part of my <laughs> Sunday. But after a while, right. you know, it was it was it was uh, tolerable. But you know, I think for me this year, when when the news broke, I, I was disappointed because, um, you know, on one hand, this is a rule everywhere else, and this mm-hmm. is where my conflict comes in at. They're just instituting a rule that's everywhere else. Yeah, but they're instituting the rule in reaction to. Right. Um, what happened last year. And, again, this shows that it's the fear of the black man, you know, because we don't know what the Negroes are going to do, so we're going to put a rule in place to stop them from doing it, even though this issue was dying down anyway. Because Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed have been martyred. Mm-hmm. And and their, the message had been gotten across. Right. You protest, you do anything, you're out the league. You're out the league. That's it, period. And people are going to point to guys like Martell, I mean, Michael Bennett and all these other guys that are still in the league, and that's different because I think they you know, they still got contracts and whatever, whatever. So um, there are honor those. But the message has been sent, and it's been very clear. 
you know, we will just keep you out of the league because we're not going to have you damaging, you know, our mm-hmm. quote-unquote bottom line. <laughs> I get so tired of hearing right. that. Um, but, you know, because they did it in reaction to that and still are not signing, you know, Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed, um, it just it, it just bothers me because it's another sign of, of white supremacy, mm. you know, of the system um, just – Putting their hand down, mm. you know, and and um, and not being um, thoughtful and mindful of of what's taking place and the reasons why, and um, and that's why. So I haven't decided what I'm gonna do this year. Um, I'm still processing it all. I'm, I'm trying to really, honestly, not listen to any commentary right. on it, right. read yeah, anything on it decision. because it just incites me. It just gets me angry all over again. And and I I just I just I don't have time for that type of energy. You, you know what, what for something really, I can't control anymore. Right. You know what really started to bother me and really bothered me years ago about the NFL was hearing the stories of former players when they would file disability claims. The NFL actually defines a disability as you not being able to physically work. Now we all the three of us know. That's not what disability is. Disability, you could break your arm and be like, well, you know what? I can't lift my arm anymore, so I I should get a check because I can't work. The NFL went out of – go. they intentionally go out of their way to not pay disability claims on their players. They will say, okay, well, if you have a concussion, you, might have, you may have had a preexisting brain mm-hmm. condition. You may have had – no, you didn't. We don't know that these hits that you took in your 10-year career um, – resulted in whatever claims that you're trying to make. So, you know, when I found out the NFL was doing that to his former players, you know, and of course this is this was before the lawsuits and all this other stuff. You know, I just started looking at the NFL for what it is. They don't they don't care. And they never have cared. And they don't they pretend, you know, yeah, you see the guys come out and they're dapping up Roger Goodell at the thing at, mm-hmm. at the draft and everybody's suited and booted and mom's happy cuz we made it. You know, but after that, you're an employee. Yep. You know? you're, you're, you're an employee, and they want to control the narrative. You know, no, I didn't know what Lawrence Taylor felt like in 1986 because there was no social media. You know, probably for his sake, probably a good thing that it wasn't. But we didn't know what Jerry Rice thought. You know, but now I know what Tom Brady thinks. Tom Brady can tweet something. I know exactly where he is. Like, we know what Kaepernick is doing. And mm-hmm. Kaepernick's not going to play another down in the NFL, and that's sad. But this collusion case that he has, oh, <laughs> he's going to get paid. Yeah, you know, he got a case. Yeah, oh, he's got more than yeah. a case. G- given the fact that they created this, that lets you know right now, this is more than beyond collusion. And I'm pretty sure when the deposition comes out, and it, it will leak at some point in time, we're gonna get privy, we're gonna be privy to some of these emails between these owners and these conversations that were never made public. That you know, yeah, there was a concerted effort to keep this brother out of the league. Mm-hmm. And like you said, now it's like it's all it's all about okay, everybody in place. And yeah, they say okay, yeah, well, we'll appease you if you don't want to stand for the national anthem. You can stay and you can stay in the locker room, man. If you stay in the locker room, you think you you know for a fact that there's gonna be somebody. In that stadium, counting all of those players. Oh, yeah, yeah. And if they're not 53 players, they're going to tell you. There'll be tweets and pictures of everybody who did not, who was not out there. So, Mm -hmm. NFL is full of shit, and they've always been full of shit. And I'm not, you know, 
I'm not again, I, I don't blame you or anybody else that said that they won't watch it. I just it's it's a level of entertainment and it's a business. And I think, you know, they've they're really trying to flex their muscles, but what the NFL is doing is by backfiring and what's gonna happen is five we won't see the effects now, but ten, fifteen, twenty years from now. This NFL that we see now, it, it, it won't exist, not in this capacity. Yeah, no, I agree, and and I'll close uh, with this. And that's a good point because I think I became uh, disillusioned with the NFL um, when I used to hear those stories. You see, uh, what, what uh, not Eddie George, but uh, what was the other guy? Um, uh, Steve Nina? No, running back, running back, can barely walk. Oh, um, Earl, uh, Earl, Earl Campbell. Campbell. Earl Campbell, Earl Campbell. Yeah, and and they're like the NFL cares nothing about the nothing. S players. So there's not there's there's this saying out that there's a war on football. There's not a war mm. on football. There's a war on the NFL shady practices mm-hmm. on how they mistreat their players and their S players, and and this is an extension of it. And this just shows that. Um, so so yeah. So you know, as long as people are gonna sit up there and watch, and football is a religion. This will continue, but I do agree that they will feel this. Mm-hmm. It's just it they just won't feel it now. No. So we'll see what happens from from there. So anyway, that's gonna do it for us this week. Um so yeah, so the the, the playoffs are set. The yeah. finals are set, finals I should say. Set. Our predictions are in. Yep, our predictions are in. Ken's got Cleveland the and six. Yep. Cleveland and six. So that mean that's they how would, you know they, they doing. They would win on their home court. <laughs> yeah, Cavs. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. So yeah, so Cavs. So so they won't have. I haven't picked the. Bridge. I haven't picked the Warriors, man, since they made the finals. <laughs> and you keep picking the Cavs. You know, I thought I do. it was crazy for picking. I the do. Cavs. I well, do. I actually picked the Cavs to win in seven. So I I yeah. I, I feel you in that. No, I, I got. I got Golden State in five. I, I think it'll be, you know, I, I think it'll be entertaining. I think, you know, this is for Cleveland fans. I think this is the last time you can see LeBron in the Cleveland uniform. So, uh, enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think B's got a sweep. And FIFA, you said you got them in six? Yeah, Warriors in six? Warriors in six. Okay. Mm-hmm. There it is. It's documented. Duly noted. Yep. So, all right. Well, we'll get out of here. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. 5,000.